Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know Facebook was originally invented for armadillos? But unfortunately, they couldn't find enough racist armadillos for the business model to work, so they opened it up to your grandparents. (laughs) (laughs) That makes perfect sense. (laughs) For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to check out our other podcasts, visit us at armadillo.club. Sun's going down in Bontemps, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there. You're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Mike Sparkman. <laughs> and we're <laughs> and, t- and, t- and today we're gonna be reading chapters six through ten of Dead to the World, the fourth book in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. Previously, when Bill leaves town on another business trip. Sookie makes a New Year's resolution to maybe not get beat up so much and to stay out of trouble. Literally on her way home, she encounters a memory-wiped Eric and takes him home with her. Within 24 hours, Jason has vanished, and Sookie's tangled up in drama with the Fangtasia vampires, a coven of evil werewitches, and Alcide's whole entire wolf pack. She's also been involved in two completely separate criminal investigations. Does that sound like staying out of trouble to you, Sookie? <laughs> Okay, chapter six. Sookie's running some errands, and we get a savage Sookie scan, a 3S. Point, <laughs> big and beefy, and no rocket scientist. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's she. It's, this isn't the super save a bunch. Is this a real place? Is this something we've... Is this a real place? Like, I mean, it's as real a place as Louisiana is a real place. <laughs> okay, that's fair, yeah. So a made-up fantasy world. In a, a, a made-up fantasy grocery store in a made-up fantasy world. Yeah, they also have something called a Piggly Wiggly. That, oh, I've heard of that. That's a... That's like a grocery store. Yeah. I don't think so. It's a southern thing. It's a southern thing, but we're not real southern. We're yeah. We're, just, we're south of that. We're Texas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she gets some information about the girl that Jason had stayed with the night before he disappeared. Her name is Crystal Norris, and she's from Hotshot, which everybody's like, yeah, that's a real weird place. And if people in Bontemps, Louisiana, think <laughs> Hotshot's a weird place. That's going to be real weird. <laughs> no, right? And yeah. she, uh, That's but, like the people at the Playboy Mansion saying, they got loose morals around there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But on the bright side, like she actually tells Hoyt to call the police instead of like, you know, anything, I guess, right? Well, you know she's immediately going to go out to Hotshot <laughs> to investigate this woman herself. That's a good point. And not leave it to the cops. Yeah. So I, I, had, I wrote down a sookie scan of Hoyt, too. Uh, he said, uh, Jason had always been Hoyt's source of recreation and general amusement, since Jason was far more clever and inventive than the slow-moving, slow-thinking Hoyt. If Jason never reappeared, Hoyt would have a dull life. Wow. That's mm. kind of, I mean, like, wow. Hoyt seems like a nice guy. Every time, like, he's not new. He's been around. He seems like a nice dude, you know? <laughs> yeah. But Glad Hoyt's not telepathic. <laughs> <laughs> True. She goes home and sees Eric's butt and his nipples because apparently some women are into nipples. Sure. I mean, I'm not, I'm not shaming. Hey, you know? you know what? Nipples are great. I'm into nipples. Nothing wrong with nipples. I mean, I guess like uh, I mean, they're the size of pencil erasers, which I guess is just right. <laughs> I was thinking about that. That's pretty big, right? Like for a dude nipple, that's like big, pencil erasers. Listeners, big. that's bigger than my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> also larger than mine. But you know, I mean like, again, it's dude nipples. I don't know. It seems like a little, a little on the big side, but yeah. But she's into it, you know, it's the important thing. But she's really, it seems like she appreciates the nipples, but she's really about that bodacious backside. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Like it, it makes her weak in the knees as soon as she sees it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's not wearing his little red underwear anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she takes a shower and he interrupts her and, uh, oh damn. <laughs> oh my. From there it is. Uh, <clears throat> and then they, they, yeah, they fill out the chapter, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we get to, I think that from this chapter we, we gain an appreciation for Eric's reputation, right? Like this guy fucks. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Even with no memory. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a good point. You know, he doesn't remember, like, what his name was. He doesn't remember anything about his business. But this dude knows how to lay some fucking pipe, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, I wonder if this is just how he got down before he turned into a vampire. How do we know? Where do his memories start? Does he remember being a not vampire? No, I mean, unclear, right? He he remembered that he was a vampire. So there's that. Okay. Like, so, okay. This makes sense because the, the, what that witch lady wanted was for him to blast her world, right? Oh. So she would like delete everything except <laughs> sexy times. Yeah, okay. That's fair. It's like, she's like, these are the skills he's going to need <laughs> Yeah. if I take him home. Yeah, so I did have one, one qualm. The ethics of sleeping with someone with amnesia, isn't that kind of like sleeping with someone when they're super drunk? Mm, is I don't it? Know. Like, I don't know. I don't he doesn't think remember who he is. His judgment isn't impaired, though, right? Like, he's That's still, like, point. rational. He's still, like, able to, like, converse. And, and initiate. Initiate, right. Yeah, and he could and, say no, right, pretty clearly. And he, he knows the he knows what he's doing. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, yeah. I mean, look, look at how, <laughs> also wow. in the sense that he knows the consequences. <laughs> of what he's and look at the way he's dressed, right, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, but... I mean, do you think it makes an ethical difference that Eric has so often expressed a desire to do this back when he had his memory? Uh, no. Probably not, I no. guess, right? Yeah. I, I, the way I would think of it is, like, he's now a different person, and he, independently of any, like, coercion, has said, yeah, let's do this thing. Or more accurately, walked into the shower and like started boning her in the butt or whatever. You know, it's like. <laughs> well, I mean, he does, for, it, first he flashed her the full moon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I, there's a lot of consent happening here <laughs> yeah. from all parties. Fair enough. Yeah. You're right. His judgment is not impaired, even if he his memory isn't what it's supposed to be. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's uh, it is quite an experience from what I from what we can tell in this uh, in this chapter. Yeah. Yeah. This was very explicit. And also kind of hot, I will say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I thought. Ooh, and, oh, my. <laughs> but I, you notice, I also noticed, like, this was very explicit, right? Yeah. But it didn't mention any body parts except for nipples <laughs> by, by name, right? Uh-huh. Well, no, I mean, I think she, she talks about his butt. Like, well, his butt, yeah. But, yeah. But, but no, like, she doesn't, she has several uh, amusing... Like, we know exactly <laughs> who's doing what to what, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that was actually my southernism. She calls his dick size a quote unquote gracious plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that, I mean, I guess that's a compliment, but like, that's, that's a little, that's a little, that's very southern. That's yeah. very southern. It's I nice. loved it. it. It does burgeon at one point. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But yeah, she ran, calls it everything from like Mr. Happy to, he has, he, she has several uh, euphemisms for it in the course of this chapter, which I thought were pretty funny. I mean, true, it was fun. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It flowed. It had a good time. So oh, yeah. everybody Everyone. had a good time. Everyone, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so they, so they bone and then Sookie catches okay. them up. On, oh. I'm going to have to ask like a, a little child question. Okay. Did he bite her vagina? Is that what happened? No, her thigh. Yeah. It's that's in her good. thigh. Okay. Yeah, the okay. artery that's right there in your thigh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I think he's mentioned before that he likes to take blood from the... Ah, uh, okay. The, I, I found that a little 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no. The, the fem, I think it's a femoral artery is what it's called. She's super into it. Yeah. So. It's great. All right. I've never tried it. I mean, you know, maybe it's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you definitely should, man. It's the best place to get the, get the blood from. I mean, hey, if nothing else, like, people won't be able to see it like they did when she was dating Bill, so that's good. That's so a good point, yeah. Consider it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those are, those are the, the marks that can't see, you know, no one's going to, well, that's unless they're also, you know, going downtown. Mm, yeah, fair enough. But she says she's not seeing her gynecologist, and I'm assuming she doesn't get waxed, so she should be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, in between bonings, they uh, Suki does catch him up on some of their history, so that's good, you know. Yeah, yeah. It seems important since it does. we're since we're fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Chapter seven. The next morning, she talks to Sam on the phone, tells him she's going to go to Hotshot, and he warns her that the people in Hotshot are inbred, but he doesn't go into any more detail, which I feel like. She should have waited for, which may have been helpful before dashing off to this creepy little town in the middle of nowhere. Wait, you're, I, you're saying you think Suki should have thought before she acted? I mean, just, you know, maybe. <laughs> I do think it's funny that when Sam calls to check in, Suki like, basically assumes that he knows the shifter that Jason walks in with. She's like, oh, you know that shifter? And he's like, why would I? What, you think we all know each other? I mean, yes, I know exactly <laughs> yeah. who she is. Yeah, I know but where still, she lives. <laughs> yeah, and I know the town, and I know that whole family, and it's a really weird family. But you know what? It's a little racist to assume. <laughs> uh, but yeah, still. Mm-hmm. Um, so she drives out there. She drives out way, way, way out into the countryside, out to this little community, which is settled around a crossroads, which yeah. we know is a magical thing. This, I, I got to say, like, as she's driving out there, this whole thing is, like, getting deeper and deeper into Nope Zone, right? Like, right. she's, like, she's driving, and then the roads end, and then she's still driving. And when she finally finds Hotshot, it's just, like, this little, like, it sounds like it's, like, a, 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 a roundabout, almost, of, like, you know, temporary housing with a, uh, I think it's a, a, a novelty sign that somebody's put up that says Hotshot. <laughs> <laughs> to have a name for your city would be a novelty. <laughs> it's, it's like, wow. Yeah. Uh, I love this town. I thought this was really, really well drawn. I wonder if uh, Charlotte Harris went and drove around and found a little town like this. Yeah, yeah maybe. I mean, it's a real place. I wonder. It's very, very mysterious, and it's definitely an exciting, intense scene. There's no dogs, she notices, which is apparently very unusual. Yeah, I, I kind of get that. Like, I think in a small town like this, you'd expect it. at least a couple of, like, just, you know, dogs are a common common pet, right? Yeah. But so I don't know why there wouldn't be dogs. Shifters don't keep dogs? Uh, she doesn't say that, so it's maybe it's unclear. You know, maybe we don't know. Like, she, uh, she doesn't seem that. She also maybe said that... alligators. Mm. Yeah, they could just be alligators. Yeah, yeah. maybe they're, maybe they're wear alligators. Uh, oh, that'd be cool. That would be cool. I yeah. would like to be a wear alligator. you just, like... Hang out in the river. Yeah, yeah nothing's yeah. really gonna get you. Yeah, yeah, sounds anyway. nice. Yeah, yeah, but the, so this town is like it's it's at the crossroads, but all the houses are set away from the crossroads in a big circle. Yeah, and I don't. I've never seen a town like that. Usually, the you know it's built right up to the crossroads, and that's where the gas station is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if there's some kind of circle of power or ritual or something that goes on in the middle. Uh, yeah, yeah, I maybe. mean, everyone talks about how, how weird this place is, so I think anything is po- potentially on the table, honestly. Yeah, you know? so this might be a special place, and maybe that's what keeps animals away. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. It was really cool to read, because after she finished the Sookie Stackhouse series, a couple series later, she does another one, which includes various characters from her different book series, and it takes place in a town in Texas, and the first book is called Midnight Crossroads. Oh. And it's about this magical crossroads out in um, Texas. Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Fun. So... But there's, like we've talked about before, there's a long, there's a lot of mythology around Crossroads. It's true. Yeah. She manages to find Crystal, who immediately says she has no idea where Jason is. And 
Uh, Sookie can't read her mind clearly because she's a shifter, but she knows that she's totally lying. And she has some sort of knowledge about what happened to Jason. Should have brought her fighting chain, you know? She should have, right? Absolutely. Don't I go s- anywhere without it. I don't know, though. I don't think I'd start a fight in a place like Hotshot. I mean, I think that I think the fight's going to start itself in Hot Shot. You know, you got to just you just got to be ready with your chain. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> just let them see the chain, so they know what they're getting into. They want to fight Sookie Stackhouse. That's right. Yeah, at least at least she told somebody where she was going, so it wasn't the dumbest decision she could have made. That is true. Mm-hmm. If she if she vanishes, then at least Sam's going to know where she is. Mm-hmm. But while she's talking to Crystal, they're interrupted by Crystal's uncle Calvin, who's also some kind of. Shifter, and she has the realization that he's the pack master of sorts for the community, and that everybody in this entire town, village, whatever, must be a shifter. Yeah, it's a a little shifter circle. That's, I don't think we've run into anything like this before. I think we, I think they've mentioned, or or at least Sookie's intuited that, uh, with the exception of werewolves, you know, the, the actual primary wares that travel in packs, most shifters seem to be solitary. So. It's strange that this is like a group like that. Mm-hmm. So it must be an entire family because there's the genetic component there. So yeah, and they do also Sam's be named Norris. Yeah, they're all named Norris. So that Sam's comment about them being inbred makes a lot more sense now. For sure. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, honestly, like this goes way better than I was expecting. Like the right? like uh, Calvin, the the uncle, uh, he's friendly and reasonable, and you know, he wants he wants to help. You know. Yeah, he orders Crystal to tell what she does know about Jason's appearance disappearance um and so sookie finds out um on new year's day after uh jason had been hanging out with sookie when the vampires and stuff came by he went back to his house and crystal was there and crystal heard some sort of a scuffle out back which was probably she could she thought maybe it was a fight with another shifter because she could smell something kind of and jason was carried off so not not necessarily a lot of useful information, but still something. At least she knows Jason was there. You know? Yeah, Jason was there. There was some sort of fight with a shifter, and it seems like that shifter was successful. Yeah. And took Jason, maybe. Um, but it's more information than she had before. True. It's a clue. Yes, it is a clue. And as she leaves, Calvin offers to be her protector. I mean, protector is not the word I would use. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> her... He offers to be her man. Yes, her, her man. Yeah, but way. he's like, if you need a place to be, if you need somebody to protect you, like, you can come stay here with us and I'll stand up for you. And yeah, there is the sexual component as well, but... He does mention, I think he says, you look like you'd be a good breeder. I believe he does use those words. Yes, sure. they need yeah, new I mean, blood. It's too inbred. I'm, I'm on Calvin's side here. I, I think his phrasing was maybe a little inelegant. No, I, I actually, I, I mean, I think Sookie... He's a little flattered by it, and I don't think I don't I don't think Calvin is being I don't think he's like in the wrong here exactly. You know, he's he's yeah, he's I, a little I, weird I, about I think the he's way he's making says, an honest yeah good faith offer here. Yeah, and, I, I, I don't I, think he he doesn't feel entitled to anything here. Yeah, yeah, he's and, offering a deal. And I actually really like the way that they wrote about how Sookie thinks about that too, explaining like she didn't immediately dismiss it because she's understanding it from Calvin's perspective where he's coming from. Um, I thought that was well done. Yeah. And, and I, also, I also think that Suki does need a protector. Uh, <laughs> you know, not, you're not, you're not, not wrong. Not because right? she's a girly all, all on her own, but because she gets herself into trouble a lot. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I, I, the real question is, does Calvin know what he's signing up for? <laughs> yeah, <here? laughs> probably not. He's like, I'll be your protector. And then like, she's like, okay, cool. 
I have this vampire problem. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And also this Minad problem, and occasionally a werewolf problem. Right, it, yeah. yeah. And maybe a fairy problem? I don't know, something's going to happen? Yeah, I don't, I'm, <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that are trying to kill me, uh, so thanks. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oops, <laughs> what did I get into? Uh, he does say, ordinary women don't last long here. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? The shifters... Well, yeah, that's ominous. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I don't think he meant it to be ominous, but yeah, it does sound a little ominous. Mm-hmm. So Sookie returns to Bontom and goes to work and finds out a little more about Hotshot. Sam tells her a story about a sheriff who went missing when he was investigating Hotshot because, quote unquote, they take care of their own justice. Yeah. So the the people of Hotshot might have disappeared a cop. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But, you know, they also disappeared the guy who the cop was investigating because the guy was wrong. So, you know, it worked out, right? So it's all square. Yeah. Vigilante justice. That (laughs) always works out well. Yeah. But also they killed a cop. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. But but Sam also backs up the that Calvin is a good guy and he has got a good job with, you know, benefits and all that stuff. So, you know. Yeah. That means a lot. Yeah. I mean, it kind of does. Like... Her yeah. options are pretty limited. Oh, yeah. Right? Finding a guy who's like a decent guy and has good benefits. Like, it, that's not nothing. I mean, it her doesn't want to ease her. job was hiring her out as a supernatural detective. That is true. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. remember, Bill's like position was what? Like investigator or something. And, yeah. and his primary selling point was like, my girlfriend's a psychic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And even if they had like gotten married or anything, vampires don't get sick, so they don't need health insurance. Oh, and she true. doesn't get it through the bar. So, you know, in America, that's actually pretty much as... Sweet as it gets. Then. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Health insurance, retirement package. You know, he's, he's a good he's a good guy. This is this is a catch as far as we're concerned here. Yeah, okay, there is some in, some I minor mean, inbreeding. Well, yeah, he's like a monster from a horrible inbred village. Uh huh. Right. But right. Right. Apart from that, everything's apart like from that. Up on this guy. <laughs> yeah. Apart from the inbred monster. <laughs> I mean, for rural Louisiana, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, in, to be fair, yes, he is inbred but you know he's not that inbred like he his all what his eyes are a little weird yeah it's fine doesn't have any like no flipper arms you know no like missing i mean uh, depending on what he turns into but yeah okay fair true okay (laughs) we don't know do we we don't know what he turns into yeah so maybe he will it's possible to have flipper arms but (laughs) but but but, you know not not all the time (laughs) (laughs) okay well you know look sookie doesn't have many options that are not trying to eat her okay that's true uh, a man and woman come into the bar, and although they use an alias, it is Hallow, the scary witch who uh, spelled Eric and her brother. Yeah, apparently they're kind of eye-catching. You know, Hallow's uh, big and, you know, confident, and her brother is also big and confident. You know, they're just, yeah. Yeah, and interestingly, she could tell that Sookie was trying to read her mind. Well, she knew somebody was trying to read her mind, which really freaks Sookie out because that's never happened, which yeah. is actually a continuity error because... In the very first book, Sam knew that Sookie was trying to read his mind and, like, slammed a door on it. Yeah, that's, that's true. I remember that. That's okay. Whatever. He found a way to block her. Small mistake. Yeah. She's yeah. had several concussions since then, so maybe she could go. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Touche, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're just there to hang up some vampire bounty posters <clears throat> and ask around about the local vampires and where they live. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. yeah. They chat with Sam and Sookie, and they say, oh, well, you know, Eric, the guy we're looking for is a vampire, and... Uh, Bill, the guy who lives here, is a vampire. So we're just going to go check it out. Yeah. But Sam... <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. Sam is a total bro about this. Like, he doesn't say shit, you know? He even, like, lets Sookie go early. 
Like, yeah, he didn't even like Bill, right? No, he doesn't. Yeah, he didn't give a shit about Bill. But you know, he's he's nice to nice to Sookie. But I, I do have to say, like, he's like, you know, Sookie, you can you can duck out early. But what does he think she's gonna do, right? Like, what does she think she's gonna do? I thought <laughs> yeah. this was probably her dumbest choice yet. Like, why does she care? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Look, because they're gonna break into to Bill's house while he's gone, and he's her ex. So yeah. who cares? Yeah. Who fucking care? Like, like they, they even say. Home insurance will take care of it. It's not that, you know, it's like there's nothing. No, yeah. no. She's yeah. Gonna... And if these people are stupid enough to break into a vampire's house, like that's on them. Yeah. Like, or what is she going to do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she, is, yeah. She, she, she says, oh, don't worry. I'm not going to do anything dangerous. And it's like, come on. Come on. So, come yeah. on. so yeah. She, she should write on her hand, don't go to the hospital. Like every time she reaches for a door. Or like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get a shot. Who wrote that? <laughs> Scrubs it off. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, she goes home with the plan of checking out Bill's place after they leave. And yeah. Eric meets her at the door and she tells him about Hallow. Yeah. And he's like, I could hide or I could go see what they're doing. Why are we just sitting around here making out on the porch? Let's go, you know? <laughs> yep. Chapter eight. He carries Sookie over to Bill's house to check it out. Piggyback. Yeah. So yeah. this, this, by the way, this is the cover art scene. Yeah. I, I, uh, it actually happened. Yeah. It, which explains. He's not wearing a cape. That is true. There's, Yeah. In fact, I think it's pretty clear he's wearing what the Louisiana Louisiana State uh, sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, the the shirt that uh, Jason got him. Mm-hmm. But Sookie is riding him uh, piggyback, and she does have a look on her face like, "What the fuck are we doing?" So, kind of tracks, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's either flying over there, or he's doing like the Tigger bounce, boing boing. boing. <laughs> yeah, because we Eric can fly, right? This yes. Is, yeah, I thought I thought we knew that Eric could fly. Maybe he forgot that he can fly because he jumps instead of flying. I think he kind of runs, but yeah. Oh, I thought she said something about bounding. He's like bounding over. Yeah, maybe it's running. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, they they're over there and they're hidden in the shallow in the shadows. Hallow's brother smells something. Hallow orders him to change, and he changes into a werewolf. Yeah, they they are immediately detected. Like like they yeah. show up, they hide behind a tree, and then the Hallow's brother's like. What the fuck is that? You know, yeah, I, I was actually thinking from, well, first of all, I'm not sure they smelled her. I think they smelled the other people that showed up. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe that could be because there are a lot more of them and they're probably stinkier. Mm-hmm. But I also thought that if, if Eric's going to go on a stealth mission, he shouldn't bring the human. True. Who's not good at stealth. Also yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. He's way better at stealth than she is. Yeah. Right. Because all of a sudden there's just a ton of wolves there. Eric disappears and a dog keeps Sookie from moving away from her fighting spot. Yeah. Um, and there's there's apparently like a huge old fight that probably looks amazing, but Suki doesn't see it. Yeah, unfortunately. Suki sees a dog. That yeah. happens off screen. Right. They're, they're, they really thought ahead and saved the showrunners some budget. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what was that? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, time just came right off. Oh, he's yeah. now. I've never seen a wolf that big. That's impossible. Oh, the, the earth is opening up. <laughs> Oh, and then as the dust settles, the dog moves. <laughs> yeah. The witches get away, but they hit one of the wolves, which turns back into a woman named Maria Star Cooper, who is badly hurt. You know, I gotta say, like, everyone's talking about how Hallow is this, like, badass, like, you know, murder witch or whatever, but she, I guess she's not that, not all that if she's gonna run from some plain old werewolves, right? Yeah, but it's, like, a lot of werewolves. Yeah, but I mean, she's got, like, Evil magic, right? You just like absorption. Yeah. I mean, we don't know how witchery works here yet, but it may, it may be that it requires preparation to do, mm. you know, any serious magic. So she went to the. Let me get this straight. She went to <laughs> this vampire's house in hopes of finding Eric 
unprepared for any kind of combat? Well, I, as far as we know, this entire thing started because she wanted to get on the bone train with Eric. Oh, so, so maybe she, what she she's prepared doesn't... for is not fighting. <laughs> <laughs> she's prepared for fucking. I was going to say she doesn't make very good long-term decisions. Oh, oh okay, that too. <laughs> <laughs> She she loaded up on sex magic instead of battle magic. <laughs> that must be it. Yeah. Although I guess based on well, the clues we picked up, she probably just wanted to take Eric's blood. Oh yeah. Yeah, bad. which we'll which we'll get into. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, although some of the werewolves are able to change back into human form to help, Sookie has to take Maria Stark to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, in the hospital, leads to her going through her third police interview since New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, which she also had to lie in. She makes up a story about having seen Maria Starr on the side of the road to try to explain why she's so injured and why she's bringing her in. Uh, before they airlifts Maria Starr to a bigger hospital. Yeah, so they, he, Well, they do. Uh, she meets a normal doctor. So they do exist in the Yeah, world. a normal doctor. Uh, wait, are, are we think, sure? Are, yeah, because sure that doctor could doctor? still be like, let me get some vampires and help <laughs> fix this broken leg. <laughs> as far as we see, no one puts their mouth on anybody in this whole hospital. <laughs> well, Sookie's not the person who's being healed, so we don't know what's happening behind That's, the scenes. That is yeah. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you're right. As far as the evidence we have, this doctor might actually be doing some real doctoring. Maybe that's why they airlift her to another hospital. Like, we don't have any vampire doctors here. <laughs> hey, someone Let's put go. their mouth on this. Nobody? Nobody's going to put their mouth on this person. All right, we're going to have to airlift her out of here. <laughs> Maybe Shreveport doctors put their mouth on this woman. <laughs> <laughs> you should all be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I thought you took an oath. <laughs> uh... But before they before they airlift Maria Star, Sookie manages to talk to her and tell her to pretend that she has amnesia and has no idea how she got hurt. That was a little cold blooded, I thought. What? This Which woman part? has like her hips broken, her legs broken, and like she's coming in and out of consciousness. And what Sookie is saying is like, cover me. Well, she said it's more like cover, cover herself. Cover herself, too. yeah. Yeah, like how are they going to explain it otherwise? I mean, the person she could just not talk or something. I mean, she could come up with her own story. She's going to have to come up with a story eventually, and I don't know how. What is she going to say exactly? That's this. This is the thing that's bugging me about all of this. Is like Suki's cut herself covered, but uh, Maria Star. What was her name? Maria, Maria, Maria Star. Yeah. Maria Star uh, has to is going to have to do some explaining about how she ended up on the side of the road yeah, and just, I, I don't remember is probably not going to make the police very happy <laughs> probably yeah. yeah yeah but not so much her problem now yeah Sookie's driving to Merlot's to tell the other wares how Maria Star is uh, she's falling asleep while she's driving but Claudine the beautiful super tall woman from earlier wakes her up whoa 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 yeah apparently she teleports into cars to keep people from dying on the road yeah and she loves to party <laughs> Claudine is the so called go between the three worlds that's there's what she the says, human yeah. world the supernatural world and I'm assuming the fae world because she dot, says dot. she's a fairy TBD yeah I don't know theory about this let's hear it uh, well from that and other context clues I think they're talking about like heaven or hell or some other world oh heaven like, hell and earth because somebody like else later says that Claudine's a good one she's going up for sure yeah and I think maybe like fairies or some kind of being that is like transitioning through the world to a higher place or a lower place and like kind of maybe the concept overlaps with angels and devils or something yeah she says uh, sooner or later I'll go one way or another that's what I so that's what I was thinking interesting yeah she says she's not an angel yet uh, but she's in town because there's been a lot of supernatural activity in the area over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I, this scene was cool. Like the, I thought it was like just real surprising. All of a sudden, Claudine is there. Like, right? Wake up, Sookie. 
Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, that was great. Very, like very like kind of otherworldly and surreal. Really good piece of writing. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Chapter nine. Um, yeah, we find out Claudine is indeed a fairy, and they're hanging out with the wares and the vampires. Pam and gang are also at Merlot's. She's a big old show off. The vampires are super, super into her. Yeah, apparently in this world, fairies are six feet tall and smoking hot. I did not know that. (laughs) Apparently. So he gets a little judgmental about her. She's like, yeah, she walks in looking like, you know, she... She wants to fuck everybody there. She's, uh, I, uh, I, I can quote. Okay. She said, she looked like a scrumptious slut supersized. Yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> Jesus, fuck. This wow. woman saved your life like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's something about how like walks into a bar with a sign that says fuck me on yeah. over her or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little judgy. You know? A little. A little judgy. But Sookie fills in the pack on how Maria Starr's doing. The, the werewolves were at Bill's in the first place, because why were they even there? Because Sam had told them that Hallow and her brother were going to be there. They'd been tracking the witches and trying to get them for murdering Adabel and also trying to take over their territory. Yeah. I mean, makes sense, I guess. And then the vampires fill in why they're there. One of Pam's nesties, Clancy, was taken. <laughs> nesties. I like that. <laughs> you came up with that. Did I? Oh. You did. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so, so You funny. are so clever. <laughs> I know. I'm brilliant. I know. I know. They, But the, the vampires, they got a note from the witches saying that they're going to drain one vampire for every day they have to search for Eric. That's not very nice. No. Yeah, that's, that's they're only going to have like two days before they're out of vampires at Fantasia, right? Yeah, there aren't that many vampires, right? There's what? Like Pam... Ciao. And we just found out about Clarence. Yeah. Clancy. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Not important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that that's that doesn't seem like they got a, got very long to go. Yeah. Uh, we also get an explanation about so so the vampires are uh, mesmerized by Claudine when she comes in, and we do get an explanation of why this is. Apparently, fairy blood gets vampires high, or they said it's intoxicating, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, it seems like it's like fairy blood is to vampires, like vampire blood is to humans, maybe. I don't know. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Either way, um, Claudine seems a little nervous by the fact that these... You think she was nervous? Yeah. I she was surprisingly not nervous to have a bunch of vampires all of a sudden locked onto you like you're a, a stake in front of a bunch of starving people. I think it's hard to tell with Claudine because of her uh, fairy-like nature. But but yeah, I got the impression that she was like, hey, back up, guys, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Sookie figures out that one reason why they want Eric so much is that his blood is so valuable. So in between taking over Eric's business interests, wanting to have sex with Eric, and his blood being worth a decent a decent chunk of change, that must be why Hallow is so fixated on him. It's, I, I mean... I guess I guess that makes sense, but still, that's that's a lot of, of work and uh, potential death that she's going through to, yeah, to deal with this. That's so prosaic because they they do the math and they think all of his blood altogether sold out would be like forty thousand dollars. Yeah, which yeah. is a lot for Sookie, but they've killed two people, three people. Yeah, that was my first thought too. But and they they've incurred the wrath of like wolf packs and. And wares and other witches and vampires. I, I think when you put business interests on top of it, like it's not just that one thing. Because I thought that was kind of a weak argument too. Because forty thousand dollars really isn't that much money if you're, like you said, incurring the wrath of all these crazy supernatural things. Yeah, you, you want like set for life money, not like set for a year money. You know, right? Mm-hmm. But whatever. I mean, good enough reasons as any, I guess. Yeah, sure. Uh, Claudine had actually visited the the coven. 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 Claudine had like, actually... Like Hansel and Gretel were put in the coven. 
<laughs> It'll actually help. Thank you. Uh, Claudine actually visited the coven and tells Colonel Flood all about it. But of course she has to leave because the, the vamps are super into wanting to eat her. Yeah. What Claudine shares is actually quite useful. There's about 20 witches in the coven and they're all wares or shifters of some kind and they all drink vamp blood. Yeah. All right. So they're like the total package, right? They, they do are. everything. <clears throat> they got minor vamp powers and they're werewolves, but they're not shifters, or they are. Some, shifters. some of them are, yeah. Sh- I they're think either they say- wares or large shifters. Yeah, mm. so elephants, whales. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine being a whale shifter? That'd be the most useless thing ever. <laughs> it would be a very unpleasant full moon every time. Would, are there any underwater shifters? I would love to be a whale shifter. That would be one of my first choices. But you'd have to like literally throw yourself in the ocean three nights a month. People do that on purpose all the time. Yeah, but like you have to like... What if you don't make it in time? Uh, well, I mean, you're a mammal still. You breathe. No, the, the, the whales die this way all the time. They, they get beached, you know? Beach whale's a thing, right? Well, I mean, but... Yeah, you're right. That would suck. <laughs> <laughs> you transform my mind. You're like, well, I guess I'm done now. <laughs> Wait, maybe that's why there aren't very many of them. And your house explodes. And you're, your house you're, explodes. That's right. Yeah. Well, you get, okay, you get an inflatable house. Uh-huh. Okay. And you get a house with like a sprinkler system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just in case. So like you keep you wetted down like free willy. Right, right. When you're, if you're, if you happen to get stuck in your house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That okay. makes sense. But also, I don't think it would be that hard because you just like, you know, you feel the urge coming on. You just go run into the water. You basically and have you to swim. Wouldn't it be great to be a whale just swimming in the depths? The, that would be pretty good. The, the I, endless blue beneath you. No, that water. would scare the shit out of me. The ocean's <laughs> terrifying. I think none of us are, are saying that it would be bad to be able to turn into a whale. I think what we're saying is it would, it would be bad to accidentally have to. or have to turn into a whale in, in times you don't particularly want to. And you know, when it's a full moon, that's when the tides are highest. So it's the easiest to get into the ocean, right? I think if you lived in a houseboat, it'd be okay to be a werewhale. Right. Well, how, like, do they have ocean houseboats? Yeah, sure, right? I mean, not right, on rivers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like in San Francisco, people live on them, and that's the Pacific. Oh, okay. I always like, thought there'd be too many waves in the ocean for a houseboat. Well, I mean, like, like a yacht. Know how you can be work. in, like, the bay, in bays. Oh, you could be a bay whale? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just go, like, all right, I'm going out tonight, take your boat out, jump in the water, and turn into a whale. I think being a dolphin would be pretty sweet, actually. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we're dolphin. That would be rad. And you could, in a pinch, you could survive in a big bathtub, right? That is true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you have a large, nice large bathtub. That's true. You could just have a a freshwater pool in your backyard if you had to. Yeah. Or saltwater saltwater pool. Yeah, people do that, too. There are freshwater dolphins, but most dolphins are saltwater. Oh, well, then there you go. Either one. Yeah. Uh, Well, okay, so what would be your choice, then, to be a, a shifter of? Oh, I think I've said before, a bird of prey. Bird of prey. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a werebear. I think it'd be fun to be a werebear. It's fun, fun to say werebear. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, if, if I get to introduce myself as a werebear, I'd like I'd have so much fun with it. I'd make jokes about it. Would you yeah, have I'd a like, werebear stare? Yeah, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm a werebear stare. <laughs> I werebear care. <laughs> <laughs> you want? <laughs> I'm having some tips. You want a werebear share? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go with me? I'm going over werebear there. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> what about you, Jeff? I don't know. I mean, whale sounds great to me. Uh, but dolphin, I think dolphin maybe tops. Yeah. yeah. I saw a video earlier of an otter attacking and eating a seagull, which was pretty cool. Oh, wow. They can <laughs> yeah. do that? Apparently. Uh, otters, okay, otter. That's my choice. Where yeah. otter is a pretty solid choice. Otter would be a pretty good one. Yeah. But would you be like an ocean otter or a river otter? 
Are there ocean otters? Yeah. 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 There's sea otters. Probably be a river otter. I want to live in Austin, you know. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Mm. Okay, actually. Or, or Otterston, is, that's what we wear otters call it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, 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 because it's old Otterloo. Yeah, yeah the Otterloo Ice House is like yeah, where they yeah. get their food. I, uh, that was a very clever joke, by the way, guys, because Austin used to be known as Waterloo. Yeah, yeah. and if you're from Austin, that's very, very funny. Yeah. If you're not from Austin, it's still very funny. You just don't know it. <laughs> uh, actually, the best animal would probably be a human, right? You wouldn't be a were human. <laughs> so the full moon comes, you just can't help yourself, you turn into a different human. Just another person. <laughs> No, no, that's what Dick Cheney is. Three days a month, he's a human. <laughs> that's right. Well, no, just think about it. For, at, at full moon, you turn into a different person. You go do all your murders, whatever, and then you turn back into a different human. You're, you're like your murder list. <laughs> yeah. Then you're fine, you know? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Must, must have been a different human than me because, look, I'm this human, not that human who did all these murders. Anyway. <laughs> I don't even know where we are anymore. Uh, um, okay. Uh, I get the impression from this gathering that like these people don't get along very well. You know, there's a lot of like bickering. At a couple of points, Eric does uh, <clears throat> almost murder people. You know, it's like it, it, it's 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 a tense gathering, despite the fact that they're all there as allies. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's why there aren't a whole lot of these soup summits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One um, one of the wares insults Sookie. She calls her a vampumper, which I actually thought was a pretty funny one. <laughs> vampumper. Yeah. Yeah. I, and honestly. I mean, I, th- I think even Sookie says it's a little tame by her standards. She's like, yeah, call way worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> Vamp pumper. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then but... fucking Debbie Pelt shows up. Oh, God. Oh, Debbie and, Pelt. And fucking Debbie. Did you get the Sookie scan for this one? Yes. Yeah. It was good. You want to? Oh. No, go for it. Okay. Uh, let's see. She had black hair, but it wasn't curly and disheveled like Alcides. It was cut in asymmetrical tiny clumps, and it was straight and swung with her movement. It was the dumbest haircut I'd ever seen, and it un- undoubtedly cost an arm and a leg. Somehow, men didn't seem to be interested in her haircut. <laughs> it's like, okay, wow. But luckily, Sookie and Eric leave, and they go home to Bone. Yeah. Uh, you know, Debbie, in Sookie's defense, Debbie does come in and immediately start acting kind of like a dick, right? Like, she's probably about to get eric yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's a wear cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what she turns into, so it's very possible, Jeff. I think we do. Don't we know she turns she's into a, a lynx? No, no, no. she's no. not a wolf. They mentioned she's that she's specifically not, not a. Oh, she's a, a shifter. Yeah, I think she's a lynx. Oh, okay. I That's a pretty good one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I guess she could turn into. She could turn into a wolf, though, right? If you're a shifter, you can choose to turn into other things. You just mainly turn into one thing. I think only true shifters like Sam can turn into whatever. And then there's other shifters that have to turn into certain animals. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think. Okay. Chapter 10. Oh, sorry. Uh, I do want to say that when they get home, Eric dishes out like a whole bunch of compliments. She's like... It's it's actually kind of sweet, right? He's like saying all these things about her. She's she's not used to hearing from anyone, honestly, right? Yeah, even even Bill, who I think probably loved her in his weird Bill way. Yeah, wasn't that nice to her? Yeah, I can imagine Eric is like, I have made love to you physically. Now I make love to you with my mind. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's weird that he always sounds like that, right? But yeah, he dishes out a bunch of compliments and he dishes out a bunch of dicks. So I think everything's <laughs> everything's pretty great. You know, Suki's had a, a long, hard day and now it's nice to be able to sit down with something else long and hard, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Chapter 10. In the morning, uh, the two detectives or two police officers, Andy Belfleur and Al Sebeck, and... Jason's boss, Catfish Hennessy, stop by. <laughs> I like Catfish Hennessy. I know. It's a good name. I, know it's not, I don't think it's his real name, but Catfish Hennessy is a fantastic name. Yeah. It really is. The pond was dragged and Jason wasn't in it, but the blood that Sookie saw on the deck is probably 
panther. Oh, they say feline. They yes, but she, she picks up from their brains that they're thinking panther, which is very mysterious. Yeah, especially since I think they mentioned that panthers can be found where they are, but nobody's seen one in like 50 years. So. Something like Un- that. Unusual to find something like that here. Yeah, so the current theory that the officers have is that Jason wounds, found, saw it, um, tried to go after it, got it, wounded it, and then it got him and dragged him off. Yeah, it's so, so he's like, Jason is way too self-interested to do something that would yeah. risk his, yeah, his well, life. Yeah, the, like the, whole, the whole plan is that it wounded him. No, he shot it, and then it ran away, and then he chased it, and then it got him out in the woods somewhere. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't think a, I don't think a panther could drag a full person. Panthers are uh, not that big. I mean, so it's probably not a panther. It's probably a mountain lion, right? It's like, they mean, call them panthers. Isn't but, that the same thing? Are they? I That's panthers. what they say. Other people call them mountain lions. Yeah. Other people call them panthers because... I thought panthers had to be black and mountain lions were like that golden color. Yeah. Maybe there's different uh, breeds of them depending th- on where they are. I think she says that panthers are not what they actually are. They're actually mountain lions, but people there call them panthers or painters. So I think she's in that little explanation, yeah. she says panthers are occasionally found in Florida, but not really anywhere else. But there in Louisiana, they call them panthers. Interesting. Even though anyway, they're called mountain lions. If he, if he had dragged dead Jason off, there would be a trail, right? Yeah, probably I think so, so yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm not real impressed by these cops anyway. They try to make some sort of inane connection between Jason and Maria Starr. Like, maybe... Yeah. yeah. This like, is stupid. It like, is stupid. Oh, they okay. try to bring up all the murders that Jason was accused of last time, except that the guy who did the murders, like, confessed them to the cop that's standing right there, okay. like, explicitly. I mean, yeah, you're right. And so, of course, they're dead wrong. And it's weird that they're, like, trying to think the worst possible thing about Jason Stackhouse and Suki Stackhouse. Yeah. But also... If that had happened, that would be like the fourth weirdest thing that had happened in the last year in this town. <laughs> that is a good point. Mm-hmm. If, Sookie, if Jason was running a, a, a sex dungeon with his sister, Sookie, yeah. it would not necessarily be... <laughs> Remember when that weird demigoddess showed up and, and killed all those people at a sex party? Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, then yeah. the house, you know, magically went up <laughs> yeah. in flames. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and when that tornado killed, struck exactly one house and killed the two, uh, was it the rat, rat trees or whatever? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's it is a really sketchy story that that Jace, they they think that Jason was keeping her in a sex dungeon, and that so, since Jason disappeared, Sookie had to let her go. But then she hit her with a car. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think even they think that. But whatever, Catfish Hennessy goes to bat for Sookie. Yeah. Quite right. Yeah. So, get the fuck out of here. Good yeah. on you, Catfish. Yeah, and he also helped organize a search party. Yeah, there's a search party going on right now for Jason. Yeah, it's a nice thought, but unless their search party includes a bunch of witches, I suspect they're not going to find very much of use. Yeah, Sookie does not think Jason is in the woods. Yeah. Uh, but she goes anyway, and there's people from Hotshot there. It's Calvin, Crystal, and a guy that she, that Sookie saw when she visited, a man named Felton Norris. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a theory. Let's hear it. Felton Norris is a panther. And he got Jason because he's jealous of Jason and Crystal. Oh, you think he's, right. he's into Crystal, but Calvin Norris won't let him uh, get together because Calvin Norris wants more outside blood. Do you know where? So where where is Jason then? Because they went. He went. She went to Hotshot, right? Uh, yes. Well, he he was probably there in Hotshot then because she saw Felton Norris and he ran away, right? Oh, he was acting mm-hmm. sketchy. Yeah, Dude, moving so- with like incredible grace, yeah, <laughs> like a panther. Speaking of incredible grace, um. Sookie gets into a search group with them and a reverend from the Baptist church. Uh, Crystal, so they go out and they're searching, and Crystal is gored by a razorback hog, which Calvin bites, and then the reverend shoots. 
Um, yeah. And they start partially turning into something, but manage to pull it back. So that's real tense and kind of a disaster. Yeah. This search does not go very well. No. Yeah, but it, it is funny uh, hearing Suki describe how the, the Norrises move through the woods. They're like graceful and like weaving between trees. And almost yeah. inhuman. Yeah, Very inhuman. Yeah. yeah. She kind of has to nudge them and say like, act human, guys. There's a preacher here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the end of the search party. No luck. Sookie get, goes home, and there is a message from Pam. The vampires, the werewolves, and the Wiccans, the local Wiccans, are going to be attacking the witches tonight. Yeah, war is on. And they ask Sookie to join in. Yay! And Sookie remembers her New Year's, re- New Year's resolution, <laughs> and then she's like kind of squishy and human compared to all the others and decides to sit this one out. <laughs> no, no, she doesn't. Chain fighting Sookie is ready to yeah. go. Jeez, put me in, coach. But at least she's going to take a nap first. <laughs> I got to. I got to say. So she, Sam, Sam is there with her. Sam takes her home after all the the stuff that happens, and he's there and hears the message. And Sookie's like, "What do you think? Do you think I should do this?" And Sam's like, "No, <laughs> you're going to do it." So yeah, we know where this is going. Yeah, like Sam's reaction to me is pretty funny. You know, he doesn't even try and talk her out of it because, like, I mean, that wouldn't work, right? Sookie so comes up with some justification, like, oh, yeah, you know, we're the good guys. We've got to fight the bad guys. But also, uh, you know, it's I don't know. I mean, uh, good guys, bit of a stretch for at least the vampires, you know? Yeah, they're definitely murderers. Like, no no doubt, but right? Are the like, Norris people going to be there? Because they're murderers. I don't think the Norrises are going to be there. But, I mean, they, they show up, they've shown up in some random places, so who knows? True. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. Sam's not going. No. It's like, not my dog, not my fight. <laughs> I am not a dog in that fight. That's what yeah. It yeah, it says, I haven't got, I am not. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I like that. Mm. So that's it for this week's episode. Next time, we're going to be finishing Dead to the World with chapters 11 through 15. I am Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Micah Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. And if you ask us a question, we might even answer it on air. Please share this with anybody who you think will like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this, especially on iTunes. Please check out our Patreon at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time, good good night, night, sookie. sookie.